0: Hello and welcome to The Top Story, a podcast with the headlines of the day from our correspondents around the world. I'm Qijhi. Coming up in this edition, an Israeli strike on a refugee camp in Gaza has killed at least 70 people. Embassies in the Democratic Republic of the Congo are calling for calm amid vote counting for the presidential election. And China is providing zero tariff treatment for six least developed African countries. We begin in the Middle East. Health authorities in Gaza say an Israeli strike on a refugee camp has killed at least 70 people. They say many more are buried under the rubble. Hamas is calling it a new war crime. Israel's military says it's reviewing the attack. The bombing came as Egypt proposed a three-phase deal that includes another hostage exchange and a 14-day truce. Associated Press reporter Isabel Debris has more.
1: The Israeli military said that 15 Israeli soldiers had been killed in its ground offensive in Gaza since Friday, making this the bloodiest weekend for Israel since the start of its ground offensive in October. In the course, it's important to keep in mind the death toll on the Palestinian side now surpasses over 20,000. Right now, the Israeli public does support the war, but the death toll could always test, those, test that, that level of support. Right now, we have seen increasing anger over Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's government. At the same time, as the war goes on, Netanyahu has vowed to just continue and says, even though the troops have suffered a very heavy blow, the war will not stop. And this has also raises very serious concerns for the humanitarian situation, which only gets more desperate by the day. And you're seeing really, really desperate scenes of people fighting over bread, trying to really chaotic lines for just a little bit of soup, people waiting for very long hours just to get some water. That's happening in the south. It's very overcrowded shelters. And meanwhile, in the north, the WHO, World Health Organization, says that hospitals are not even functioning. People are just trying to stop the bleeding or send them to evacuate south, because at point, there are no supplies, there's no fuel, and there's just not enough to keep these patients alive in the north.
0: That was Isabel Debris with the Associated Press. The World Health Organization says the healthcare system in Gaza is under attack. WHO officials have visited full hospitals, including Al-Shifa, once the largest hospital in the region. The WHO officials delivered over 19,000 litres of fill to the hospital for generating electricity to help revive vital services such as surgeries. Al-Shiva is also providing refuge to 50,000 displaced people. Only nine hospitals in Gaza are partially functional. Noah Harazin has been taking shelter inside one of such facilities. She tells us about the worsening situation
2: actually being here inside the Al-Aqsa hospital for more than two months now and we witness with our own eyes how the situation inside the hospitals is just going from bad to worse. Uh, talking about Northern Gaza and out of 22 hospitals there is zero hospitals that are now operating the only hospital which is actually operating in Northern Gaza is Ashifa hospital and it is only operating as a refugee camp for those displaced families there is rarely any services for uh, those injured or the patient. Here in the the, uh, south there is four main hospitals in uh, Rafah, uh, Khan Yunis and also here in uh, Deir al-Bala. However, the system has collapsed inside the hospital. I mean, here inside the the Al-Aqsa hospital, this hospital was designed to service 350,000 people. However, now uh, this hospital is serving more than 800,000. Now there is more than 1,000 patients and people injured inside the hospital. So yes, the healthcare system here in Gaza has totally collapsed.
0: That was Noah reporting from Gaza. Bethlehem is suffering one of its bleakest holiday seasons because of the conflict in Gaza. The town, revered as the birthplace of Jesus Christ, is having muted or no Christmas celebrations at all. Fendi Lay reports.
3: No festive lights, no colourful parade or soaring Christmas tree at the birthplace of Jesus in Bethlehem. Instead, the mood is sombre.
2: Bishop Council decided not to make a a big celebration as a sign of solidarity with the victims of the war, Uh, we cannot do it in the streets. So we need in this difficult time to strengthen our people by the prayer and we continue celebrating spiritually uh, the Christmas, not outside but
4: inside our hearts.
3: About a mile from the Church of the Nativity, Shepherd's Field is another significant holy site in Bethlehem where the angel first announced on Jesus' birth. Usually around Christmas, it is packed with hundreds of groups of international pilgrims. But this year, they have been replaced by an abnormal tranquility, reminding people of the impact of the conflict. The repercussions are also being felt beyond the church steps. Local vendors face a devastating loss of income, their large inventory in anticipation of a bustling holiday season, now at risk.
5: They
2: open just for getting fresh air, because these wood carvings, you know, they need, it can't be stay in the dark all the time, and uh, the main source of income is uh, tourists. So people are suffering from uh, this situation, and uh, no jobs, no work, uh, mm-hmm. because of the lack of tourism.
3: Hotels in Beslachen, boasting over 5,000 rooms, are usually fully booked during this peak season. Safety concerns and travel restrictions are driving widespread cancellations.
0: Today is nothing, maybe six, seven
2: rooms in each hotel. More than half is closed. It's cheaper for them than they open because if they are open, they need some four or five employees and they didn't get
4: uh, their money.
3: While a few tourists are still arriving, they remain wary.
4: It's not uh, stable. 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 Quite. Quite do not quite. We don't know We don't know what is happening.
3: Authorities say more than 70% of the local economy is tied to tourism. They estimate a loss of about $200 million by year's end in some sectors. It's about
2: the aggression against our people in Gaza Strip. Since that time, the tourism sector was stopped. Even if we continue with having these celebrations, I believe that we will receive zero visitors because. Uh, West Bank under military closure. And Bethlehem is isolated now than, uh, than other uh, Palestinian cities.
3: Bethlehem's Christmas festivities have traditionally mirrored the state of Israeli-Palestinian relations. It's widely believed economic recovery can only come with the arrival of real peace.
0: That was Fang Ylei in Bethlehem. Now turning to Africa, embassies of some Western countries in the Democratic Republic of the Congo are urging restraint as vote counting continues following the presidential election. Leading opposition members have called the voting a sham, and some are calling for an annulment. Chris Okumringa reports from Kinshasa.
6: These foreign embassies uh, called on Congolese to remain calm as vote counting goes on because there have been some outbreak of protests, especially in Kinshasa. That's after the Electoral Commission announced the provisional results on Friday, which uh, came from uh, voting in the diaspora. Uh, President Felix Chesekeri had a comfortable lead, and some of the supporters of the rival opposition candidates decided to stage a protest on the outskirts of the city. Some young men uh, blocked a road and they were threatening to beat up motorists who were plying that route that leads to the airport. And so there's a lot of tension and that's why they have been calling for calm. Voting was officially supposed to end on Thursday, but it went on in some other parts of the country where, you know, people had not got the voting machines, many of them were faulty, and so voting went on in other parts of the country and that is something that the opposition members have condemned. We've also seen a statement from the electoral commission condemning the acts of vandalism and attacks against some of their staff. Elections in the DRC are highly emotive events. Protests that normally start out uh, are described as peaceful end up turning violent because there are very many people who are angry at uh, the conduct of the elections. They are, co- they are saying that uh, the Electoral Commission was trying to rig this election in favor of the incumbent, President Felix Tshisekedi.
0: That was Chris Okomringa on the presidential election in the DRC. China is providing zero tariff treatment for six least developed African countries. Starting from Monday, 98% of taxable products from Angola, the Gambia, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, Madagascar, Mali and Mauritania will be exempt from tariffs when entering China. This will increase the number of African countries receiving zero tariff treatment to 27 by the end of this year. China also plans to expand its zero-tariff treatment to other least-developed nations that have diplomatic relations with the country. Robert Nagila has more. From the 25th of
4: December 2023, China says it will exempt 98% of taxable products from paying tariffs when accessing markets across China from six African countries. Among them are Madagascar, Mali, the Gambia and Angola. Now, what this means is that Almost all the products for export from these countries heading to China will be exempt from paying things like duty. For example, it is not the first time that China is doing this. On December 1st, 2022, last year, China exempted a number of African countries, low-income African countries, from paying tariffs for the goods that they were exporting. And here we're talking about over, or rather, close to 9,000 products accessing various Chinese markets. So this is a for these African countries and a good Christmas present for them. But more importantly, it goes to show the cooperation between China and Africa and how deeply cemented the friendship between these two sides is, uh, not just in the past, in the present, but
0: also moving forward. That was Robert Nagila. Still in China, people at Jishishang County in northwest China have mourned the victims of the 6.2 magnitude earthquake last week. They observed the three minutes of silence and laid flowers during the ceremony. The earthquake has killed 149 people in Gansu and Qinghai provinces. Classes have resumed online for students in earthquake hit areas. One focus is the children's mental well being and are training them with survival skills. Guo joined one of the classes near the epicenter in Gansu province.
5: Children in the Dahe village resettlement camp are learning skills to escape from further earthquakes, under the guidance of experts from the Gansu Earthquake Agency. Despite their innocent laughter, their homes have either collapsed or suffered heavy damage but experts say they hope they'll be less afraid after understanding the causes behind earthquakes. Earthquakes are a natural phenomenon, like wind, rain, thunder, and hail, and the Earth experiences 5 million earthquakes a year. What we felt this time was a 6.2-magnitude earthquake in Jishishan County. People are injured because of the collapse of buildings. The earthquake itself does not directly cause casualties, so do remember to tell your parents that homes should be rebuilt in accordance with earthquake prevention and standards. The experts also bring books along for the children to read. They are here to conduct an earthquake intensity survey and they offer lectures in their spare time. When
3: there is an earthquake, we should run diagonally across the hillside. If we are in high rise housing, we should first seek to avoid danger in the corner and then run out when the earthquake stops.
5: Yeah.
3: Living in the tent with a hot stove, we should pay attention not to be burned, and keep clean and tidy. We
5: bought the books yesterday to let them know that everyone cares about them. For the children, we know local people have strong awareness of earthquakes and preventing disasters. For the focus of the relief work has changed into the resume the livelihood of the affected communities. The authorities said that they will build some libraries and classrooms in the resettlement camp to ensure that the students and children can continue their study.
0: That was Guo Tianxi in Gansu. Now recapping today's headlines, an Israeli strike on a refugee camp in Gaza has killed at least 70 people. Embassies in the Democratic Republic of the Congo are calling for calm amid vote counting for the presidential election. And China is providing zero tariff treatment for six least developed African countries. And that's it for this edition of The Top Story, a podcast that brings you world headlines every weekday. For more news in politics, business, sports and culture, you can subscribe to the Beijing Hour, a one-hour podcast news magazine program. We welcome and appreciate all ratings and reviews. I'm Qi Zhi. Thank you for listening.